Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who is a suspect in possibly running Tiger Woods off the road, Jake, Jake Gilmer. <laughs> oh man, you're getting ridiculous. <laughs> Hello, my romantics, erotics, and curious people. If you love a show like fourth graders love giggling at farts, and then please remember to subscribe <laughs> in the Believe the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcast. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. What's up, Dollface? Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I am doing peachy heat and jelly bean. Thank you. Yeah? Mm-hmm. How has your week been? My week has been so crazy busy that uh, I can't believe it went by so fast. Really? Yeah. For those who care, uh, this is a Friday night that we're recording on, which is kind of unusual. It is unusual. Normally, we drop on Fridays, but we were both very busy, so... Right, and Friday night's like a, a date night for a lot of people. And Shay, why isn't it a date night for you? I canceled. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I kind of planted the seed there. I set you up you for did. for you, you to tell people uh, that you you just said it in a nice way that you canceled, but I really canceled. you ghosted. I half ghosted, half canceled. All right. I just canceled late. That's all. I, after I was supposed to already be there, but I prefaced it. That I would be late anyways, so. Yeah, you're late, all right. So late that you didn't even show up. Yeah, right? Oops. Hmm. My bad. What, did he take it okay? or He was fine. Yeah. I It was a first date, and it was a dumb first date anyways, so. Huh. You sure you want to call it a dumb first date? What if this guy hears it? I don't care at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's the Shay that I like to hear, is the one who is like, meh, meh dates, whatever. Meh. Rather than being all, like stressed out and i don't think i'm stressed out about dates ever anymore ever i said anymore yeah anymore i said that's the that's the shade that i like so let's yeah. let's keep that up shall we yes sir okay except maybe not not as much ghosting you don't have to i didn't ghost you know. ghost i told him i was gonna be late and then it just turned out i just didn't go <laughs> and then i told him like hey i right. can't go hey you're in demand people who I are in demand in can demand. do that you know what i mean when you have more <laughs> options you can you know you're a little bit more liberal to be able to make those kind of decisions. So, yeah, I'm in high demand. I don't know why, but <laughs> it ha- it happens. So, people who are desperate for dates are the ones who can't afford to cancel because you don't know when where your next date's coming from. Right. Exactly. Also, you want to give a, a shout out to all your uh, other listeners on your other medium. Oh yes, hello, all my TikTok followers. How are you, my babes? <laughs> nice to see you. 
We are on TikTok Live now as We're well. We're on TikTok so. Live whenever we record, as long as I don't get banned like I did last time. We got to watch what we say. Yeah. So as long as it's not a racy one, right? Then we can be on TikTok Live. But you know what? For all of our like old school podcast listeners, uh, we're not going to like water the show down. Nope, we just just won't be to on go live. on TikTok Live. We just <laughs> won't go on TikTok Live if we're going to have a really juicy, racy. Yep. Topic. So sorry, TikTok. So we're still going to be pure. Not that trying way. to get banned. So no. But you know, for those of you who uh, are interested in that, you should follow Shay on TikTok. So yep, that's truly Shay as well. So just T R U L Y S H A Y. So you can watch live as we record our podcast. You can see Shay. You won't see me as much because people you know, don't want to see me. They want to see Shay. Nobody wants to see John. Yeah. And uh, you can kind of see how the show is made like pre-edited. So, so that's kind of cool to do. And Nova's here too. We can't forget the dog. Yeah. Nova the dog. That's, that's her dog. My dog is here too, but um, she's kind of old, so... She doesn't run around as much as Shay's crazy dog. So, and I say crazy in a in a loving way, not in a mean sure. way. <laughs> so, speaking of crazy, Shay, crazy. Yeah. What are we going now? Um, what direction is this going in? I'm a little scared. Yeah, actually, just saying, crazy has nothing to do with the topic. It's just that was my excuse to transition. Okay. To call you crazy. Yeah, <gasps> that was my segue though. Sir, that's one of my pet peeves. What, call me crazy, crazy, and I'll show you crazy, pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on on why they're calling you crazy. If if it's like me calling you crazy, then I mean like like crazy fun. But like, sure. If you're having an argument with a dude and he calls you crazy, sure. Women do not like being called crazy, even if they are like legit crazy. Yeah, we just don't like it. So refrain or anything that's like the word crazy. I'm having troubles with this camera right now. <laughs> um, so just don't do it. Just well, and I think the reason for that is because when men call women crazy, women feel like the reason why they're angry with the guy, which is probably the guy's fault, he's deflecting. By making it sound like, oh, oh yeah. you're you're upset because you're just crazy and irrational, not because I did anything. To yeah, make you it's upset. really funny because like I legit like caught someone cheating. Yeah, and there I was just like, what the fuck is this? They're like, nothing. You're crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, it's the narcissism for me. It's the lying for me. Yeah, that's the that's classic gaslighting when you're. It's the gaslighting for me. Right when you're, when you're deflecting the the blame on you and trying to put it on somebody else. So. But that's not our topic, although that could be a, a topic in and of itself. Right. But our topic is more on the lighter, gentler, kind of loving side. You know, we re- we record about sex and dating quite a bit. Um, not so much about relationships, but we definitely Mainly have. because we're not in one. <laughs> Who, me or you? Both. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I said we. Okay, I didn't hear. We I, is both. I, I didn't hear, but you know, I thought, hey, you could have been talking about your hundreds of tiktok followers that listen are watching i right don't now. know my friends lives okay right well <laughs> so back to the touchy-feely topic about mm. when you start dating mm-hmm. it's like a trial period right right to see, is this somebody that is going to be short term is it a wait and see or is this somebody who has potential to be long term mm-hmm. and you really th- there's a point in that transition where you know that this person is the one for me or it's the opposite. You find out that this person is definitely not the one for me. Sure. But 
when you make that decision like, yes, this person is definitely the one for me, then it, it, you, there's usually uh, epiphany that comes with that. Like, like something, oh that, something that like really set it off to where you know this is the one. And, um, you know, it sounds like a cliche phrase, but people say it's they found the key to your heart. Right. Gross. And, and that key is what unlocked the door to get you in. Kind of where that phrase comes from. <laughs> you say that like because you think it's too mushy or it's so like, mushy. Like I don't like the the people that are like, oh, my beep, 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 beep. <laughs> You're schmoopy. My schmoopers. <laughs> and I hate the people that are like tonguing each other in the middle of Central Park. Yeah. Like I I'm not the biggest fan of PDA, don't get me wrong. I'm totally for love. I get it. But like please save some of the stuff for the bedroom. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm not a big PDA guy either. Just Don't get me wrong, I'll take a good kiss. Yeah. But I don't want your tongue in that kiss when I'm in public in front of people. Especially like at work, in front of family, that's just awkward. Yeah, because and I'm the same way, not because again, just like you, I I like a good making out and I like all that stuff in mm-hmm. private. I'm not a big like spectacle like hey, look at me. Kind yeah, of exactly. And I also think like that stuff, especially making out, turns into more than just making out yeah. normally. Yeah, that's the progression. Like good making out is really kind of like foreplay, you know, so you shouldn't be doing that foreplay out on the street, right? Right. So I would just say for me, PDA, most of it, don't get me wrong, holding hands, kisses the forehead, that gushy stuff, whatever. But like... I don't know. There's just a, there's a line for me, and it's just like really back in, just a little bit. <laughs> right, but going back to that, what is the key to your heart that the person was able to kind of get through that rough exterior, and they found that key to be able to get in there? Everybody has their thing. Like this is the key to my heart, and mm-hmm. and you don't usually tell your partner what it is because then if they end up accomplishing it, whatever that is, it's not genuine because you told them what it is. It's right. something that they have to kind of figure out for themselves. And everybody is different. What the key to their heart is, right? Yeah, and it's definitely different because people, everyone has like their different love language. They have their different experiences, et cetera, et cetera. There's this one that I heard. That when this guy knew that she was the one, it was when, after his mom had died and stuff, he went, they were passing her gravesite and he asked if they could stop. And she's like, of course, that's fine. So he went and stopped, talked to her. And then she had asked him, hey, can you hang back for a little bit? I'm going to go talk to your mom. And she like had a whole conversation at her gravesite and stuff. And he's like, that's how I knew she was the one. Oh, wow. So. Right. And you know what? That's awesome. That is a perfect example of what I'm trying to say is that everybody has just like, and you may not even know what it is, but you know it when you see it or you know it when you feel it, you know? Um, But some people do know what the key to their heart is. And so I just kind of thought, Jay, that the listeners would find it curious to find out what that is for you and me, what the key to our heart is. I think I'm the most interested because I don't even know if you have a heart right now. <laughs> what yours would be because you That's are so cynical at the same time. So cynical. Yeah. So hurtful. Yeah. So I'm never getting married. But like, what would be that thing that if a girl did or a couple of things, whatever it may be, yeah. that you would you would consider it again? So I guess I'm going first then. 
Yes, you're going first, <laughs> sir. Well, you know, I wish I had a great answer to where people would be like, ooh, this guy does have a heart, and he is... There's a softer side to him than I thought. I wish I, I could have that answer. And I guess my answer will sort of be that way on the more sensitive side, but not so much. John being sensitive, this is going to be. <laughs> well, here, I'll tell you, is I am somebody who and I don't show it very often because I've always just whether it was my work life or just, um, you know, adulting because i've kind of always been on my own as an adult that sort of thing is that i've always just had that little like i don't need anybody kind of exterior you know i'm just always used to like being the boss exactly being the boss and doing it myself and that sort of thing so um so people would probably expect that i don't have that much of a sensitive side but I do. I don't fall in love very often at all. Like, wh- whenever I, I date people, like, so when's the last serious relationship that you've been in? You know, sometimes I have to kind of lie and be like, oh, it was like, you know, last year. But it really wasn't. It's been years and years and years. If I tell them that it's been years and years and years. Who was your last relationship? And how um, long ago? Years and years and years ago. Who was it? It was, um, and I'm still friends with her to this day. Um, Why she watches the podcast? She'll be like, "The fuck? Why'd you bring me up?" Yeah, no, she. Uh, we'll talk about her in a future episode because there's there's more to say about her mm-hmm. um, because we we have a, a crazy connection that way. We still really, 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 really care about each other, but she's married now. Awkward. And, and we, we we don't mess around whatsoever. She's very loyal to her husband. No kissing even. No Do you miss like her? That. Do you think she's like the one that she's got away? She's the one that got away. <gasps> she, is my, she is what I call my kryptonite. You know how Aww. Superman is like, he only has one weakness. And that's so if kryptonite. they got divorced, you would be the first one to be in her inbox. Be like... Yeah. Hey, I sure. still love you. Come right. back to me. Well, she knows she knows how I feel about her, and I think she kind of feels the same way about me. But we, we just went on two different paths, and that's and and we accept that. Did, so basically, you fucked up. Good to know. I I didn't. No, I don't think I did. I think it was just bad timing. There's there's a really long story with her, but okay. it didn't end badly. I mean, it was just nothing like that. It was just timing is everything, and. But anyway, we'll talk about her in a future episode because sure. we can go down a totally different conversation rabbit hole if we if we keep talking about. <laughs> what her. made her different though? Like, what was it about her that you're just like, oh? I don't know. One. Probably the best way to put it is that I I have very, as you know, I have very hard and fast like dating rules, mm-hmm. and I don't break them, you know, because nope. they've been the keys to my success as far as happiness goes. Like, I don't have drama filled relationships and things like that because i don't break my rules sure she she made me purposefully want to break some of my rules (gasps) in order to explore oh my being with her and that is probably the segue into me saying that that was probably the key to my heart somebody that when you have rules that you believe in that have served you well your whole life and you are knowingly willing to break them in order to explore something. But how did she somebody. do it? That's what I'm getting at. How did she do I don't know. Do I don't know if she did. It was just like we had this really hard connection really fast. And it wasn't like I didn't have to do my usual like dating, you know, repertoire in order to create attraction or any of the stuff that I've always found success with. It just kind of happened organically. And I was like, wait a minute. You mean I don't have to do like a dating routine to <laughs> Get, so she threw you off your routine because she, she showed general interest. Yeah. 
rather than you having to like go for her. That must have been your kryptonite. So someone that you were actually interested in who gave interest back in the same way without making you chase her. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But that was her. She's a, she's a, a, as far as like dating and relationships with me, she's a unicorn. That doesn't come around very often. So she had the, she found the unique key to my heart that I wouldn't probably think is a thing that would work on me all the time. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, like some women like a specific type of guy and that type of guy will always have the key to their hearts. You know what I mean? Right. So that's not that's not the same with me. There was something uniquely specific about her that worked on me. Cute. Today, what would work on me as the key to my heart is is less like touchy feely. It's more like so because, you know, I'm like a big type A personality, you know, very mm-hmm. alpha, that sort of thing. I think that's the career long firefighter in me. And, um, you know, I was a boss at the fire department. So that's even more of like an alpha kind of thing. So firefighters are unique in that. And any like psychologist, psychiatrist will tell you the same is that firefighters have these unique personalities where they constantly crave um, like affirmation. That they yeah, are, I noticed that. Right, because we don't, we don't, um, we get called out for all the things we do wrong way more than the things that we do good. Because we do good so often all day that you just kind of become, you, people can't say thank you for the job you do all day because that's all they'd be doing is, is saying thank you because we do so much good. And so because we never hear it, you know, the chief really never comes by and says good job and the public. You know, some people will say thank you, but some people you save their lives and they want to sue you for, you know, for something after mm-hmm. that. I mean, that's how it kind of feels uh, that in a negative way. So what I'm getting at is firefighters crave the, hey, just recognition that you did a really good job. And so I think that carries in my private life, too, that I think I'm, I think I'm kind of an awesome dude. You know, I have a lot going on for me. I think I'm kind of a catch, you know. OK, let's calm down. <laughs> um, calm down. Thank so, you. But it's true. So the key, the key to my heart in that sense is if I feel like I'm getting that recognition of what I think my assets are from the person that I'm dating. Mm-hmm. You know, like they have like like I'm not insecure in any way. I don't need to be told, oh, you're so good looking to think that I'm good looking. I don't need that. But it is nice to get those kind of like um, like that positive reinforcement. You know what I mean? And just recognition. See, of I what dated you think a firefighter once dated loosely dated <laughs> and he needed he so was much. Loose, wasn't he? he needed so much affirmation. Oh, my gosh. He looked for it in so many different places. So yeah. So then this isn't that much of a surprise. I don't to you know. I that. I just think it's. I think affirmation though overall means like you are having a little bit of insecurity. I know you don't say that because I don't think of you as an insecure person. I think you're very secure in yourself. But I don't know. I feel like wanting all that affirmation is like attention seeking. It might be a little bit or, or, you know, it's not insecurity that you, you think you're less and you need somebody to tell you that you're not. That's not what mm-hmm. I mean by insecurity. But I can see that like as a firefighter and especially as a boss, you know, I was I was a, I was a chief officer. And chief, OK, let's calm down. Uh, you don't have to keep tooting your own no, horn. I'm not, I'm not bragging. I'm trying to explain. I was a chief from. officer. Ah, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to explain where I'm coming from. So when you 
get like a big incident or a fire or something like that, you're always second guessing everything that you did. You, you're having like, um, your brain is working like a war games computer, you know, trying to say, did we do, what could we have done better? You know, that sort of So you're on thing. the Indian trail and you chose the <laughs> wrong path, basically. Right. Okay, yeah, you could look at it that way. So if that carries into your personal life, you know, you're wondering, it's not an insecurity because you're confident in what you did. You're just always wondering. But, like, how does this tie in with the girl? She just gave you all that affirmation or what? With the my kryptonite? Yeah, the kryptonite girl. No, I don't think she did that. Like, I said, you know, I said a couple of minutes ago is that um, I think what the key to my heart is now isn't what it was with her. Hers was oh. completely unique and, and different, you know? I don't know. I think you could use a little something like that again. No, I told you what I would ex I would explore it if I if I found it, you know, because um, it was kind of a good feeling to feel that way about somebody because it doesn't happen to me very often. So she was different for sure. And uh, that's what worked on me. And I, I knew that before it was I couldn't put my finger on it. Like what was so unique about her and what was it about her that worked on me so much and I think that, and I don't even know if I'm explaining this right, but I think that Probably me not. not knowing and being <laughs> thrown for a loop is exactly why it worked. Right. You know? I think you have to be caught off guard, honestly. Yeah. Like, that's just what you need to have. You you got to stop. The person that actually, I feel like you always chase, not in like a desperate way, but I feel like you chase pretty consistently when it comes to like dating. Yeah. So when the tables were turned on you, you're like, what is this? This is great. I don't have to chase her. Like, yeah. Ooh, this takes the pressure off. This is easy. Like not like she's easy kind of thing, but like, it's just a yeah. natural flow, easy kind of thing. No, you're so right. That's exactly what it is. Is it, is it broke all the, my rules, you know, is, is, um, one of my rules is I never chase. I never, never do that. And I liked her so much that she didn't make me chase her, but I, I would be willing to. I'd Aww. go above and beyond because I dug her that much, you know? That's cute. Yeah. So, you know. Well, John had a crush. Right. So to sum up me, that is that is my current keys to my heart. I don't need constant affirmation, but the qualities that I know that are good in me, it's nice to know that they're recognized by the person that you're dating. So if I if I get that open recognition from them, mm -hmm. that, that they notice those good qualities that I have, then that that has an effect on me in a positive way. Sure. Um, I feel like anytime anyone does any type of recognition, it always makes anyone feel good. But, yeah, I get what you're saying, especially with how you used to be. Yeah. All right. So now let's shift it. Let's put the <gasps> is put you under the turn? microscope now. I don't feel like mine is as much as that. Really? Because I, I think like you're kind of a complex person. I am complex. I mean, but like I feel like what I want, what's my kryptonite, what like it gets my heart completely just exploding kind of thing that like just makes me melt would be first and foremost, like fucking effort. There's this guy that asked me to go on a date. Mm -hmm. He planned out this great date. It's our first date. Planned out this great date. Um, I didn't have to do anything. He found something unique rather than just be like, hey, you want to go get some drinks? Like, he, he planned something. I mean, it's still kind of drinks, but, like, it's a whole, like, themed event and stuff. Like, I'm pretty quirky. I'm pretty fun. And it's, and I love, like, 
just themed things like rather i don't care if it's like the office theme i don't care if it's like harry potter themed i just i just love a good themed party yeah instead of it just being a date you like an experience yeah, you yeah. Want an experience. i want fun guys yeah. you know how many people ask me to go get drinks yeah. i don't even drink that much <laughs> but i can promise you if it's something fun like a harry potter or like alice in wonderland themed you bet your bottom's butt that i'm gonna be there I'm going to be there and probably wasted because yes. I'm having so much fun. I want to go to there. Yeah. So not only is it like planning something like the, other than like, hey, you want to hang out? <laughs> I hate that. Especially like a guy that you haven't even like they've shown interest on you. They want to see you and it's the first time you're going to be seeing them. And like, so you want to hang out sometime? I hate it. I hate it so much. So first part of my kryptonite is a guy that's like able to put something together who's like a planner type of person in regards to dates like don't get me wrong i love being spontaneous but especially for like our first date can we do something fun please i'm so tired of yeah. just like let's go get drinks yeah um so that's first foremost my kryptonite is someone who can actually plan a gosh darn good date Secondly, I think in regards to like relationships, my kryptonite is someone that never stops dating. So my love language specifically is receiving gifts. So a lot of people have, I didn't actually know this by the way, until like probably during COVID I figured this out um, about what type of love language I have. I guess people always think like, oh, you're greedy, you're a gold digger, blah, 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 because your love language is receiving gifts, which isn't the case at all. Yeah, they're misinterpreting it, you. It's just the fact like, okay, you're out and you think of me and you brought something home or you're like not around me, but you still think of me kind of kind of thing. Or like you just want to make me feel special so you get something like that's the type of receiving gifts. And then I think the other thing is spending like quality time, which would be like something fun, doing adventures, stuff like that. Yeah. So like... That makes my heart melt when, like, someone's like, hey, babe, I thought of you. Here's a strawberry cow. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't know why I'm obsessed with strawberry cow, but ever huh. since that song, like, the strawberry cow, <laughs> that one. Yeah. Um, I've been obsessed with strawberry cow. So if someone was like, here, I found this thing that's a strawberry cow. Right. It's just a little keychain, but here you go. I would be <laughs> like, okay, we get married now? What? <laughs> Guys, I hope you're taking notes out there in case you ever run and, uh, run across Shay out on the street. Have, out in the wild. Yeah, you have a strawberry cow ready to go. Yeah, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it's just like the little things, like understanding. Because it also shows like if you bring something home, like my favorite candy or something, it shows that you've listened too and like you know me. So I feel like somebody who can do that, especially like... Even like birthday gifts or Christmas gifts, you know how many crappy, like not that it's about the gift in general, but like the fact that like I had a boyfriend once for Christmas Eve. He went out on Christmas Eve to get my Christmas presents. <laughs> how <laughs> and, thoughtful. And he got me a candle, which is fine. But then he got me probably one of the ugliest pieces of jewelry I've ever seen at Walmart. Oh, boo. And it doesn't matter where it comes from. Like, I wouldn't care if you got it from a freaking bubblegum machine, whatever. Yeah, but, but he got like, it from Walmart because they were the only ones open that yeah, late, you know, right it, before Christmas it was morning. I hate it. <laughs> I was just like, thanks. And he spent like, 
$15 on me when our limit was like $200 and like like I said it doesn't matter the amount you spend but like there was no thought behind it there's no like nothing that he did or nothing that he got represented like me Mm. and I had gotten him like like a whole new wardrobe because he wanted new clothes because he was mainly into like working out and stuff but he wanted nice clothes to go out and get and like he wanted like these little tool thingies so i got him those and like <laughs> a whole bunch of other stuff to do sucker and, like, i know i am a sucker not anymore though no it's the new not show. anymore i learned my lesson yeah. anyways so i think just having someone who is thoughtful is will melt my heart I think that's the my biggest thing is having someone who is thoughtful. If you're thoughtful, you got me. Yeah, and I can understand <laughs> you with the, you know, you like dates to be adventures and stuff like that. Not, again, because you're like high maintenance that you require that. But, you know, when you're, when you're somebody who, and I think about this about you and me, when you're somebody who has a lot of options, you don't have trouble getting dates and stuff like that, that makes it harder for all those guys who are trying to woo you because... They got to step it up. You can get the dinner and drinks from anybody. You know, you have a bunch of options for dinner and drinks from people. Um, So it's going to take that special guy to rise above all the rest to kind of really catch your attention. Right. I I mean, I agree with that. I think it's going to take a special person that I because it doesn't it also doesn't fucking matter if you don't click with someone, but they're thoughtful. Then you don't click with them. And there's been a couple guys that were super thoughtful and super sweet to me that I didn't click with at all and I hated myself for not clicking with them but I just wasn't attracted and I wasn't like the personality kind of have you heard of like the pick me girls hmm. you've heard of a pick me girl like I might have heard the phrase but t- so pick tell me us girl all. is someone who's like just always wanting guys attention mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah pick me pick me and there's such things called like pick me guys too, like the ones that are always complaining about not having a girlfriend or why does no one give me a chance kind of people. (laughs) (laughs) So like those are the type of guys like who sometimes are nice. The ones that deem themselves as nice guys normally aren't nice though, but the ones that are actually thoughtful kind of have a pick me attitude and it's just like girls don't like pick me guys just like guys don't normally like pick me girls yeah desperation is very unattractive so i think like the biggest thing is someone who's thoughtful that i'm obviously attracted to but like i'm just talking about in relationships like someone who's not afraid to just continually date and go on adventures like I've dated boring people before, and I can't do it again. I just yeah. can't. Like someone who's just so con- like content, staying on the couch for the rest of their lives, like not being active, not doing sports, not going on like trips. Like I just, I have so much more I want out of my life than to sit on the couch th- for the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the thing: I'll do it on my own. I'll go travel on my own. I've already started. I don't need someone to travel with me. But if I'm going to be in a relationship again, I want someone who wants to travel. I want someone to share those experiences with. Right. I.e., those are the keys to your heart. Exactly. The keys to my heart. Someone who's adventurous and who is thoughtful. So, in case any of you were curious, that's a little glimpse into what Shay and I uh, (laughs) require to be wooed by a potential partner but you know for all of you it's it's kind of simple you know what i mean is when you when you 
experience somebody who makes you feel like, hey, there's something just a little bit different about this guy or this girl, or they make you want to break your rules like how I want to. Don't fight that by default. That is them accessing that key to your heart that that you didn't see coming, you know? Mm. That's the that's the mushiest you're probably going to get out of me in a the while. The mushiest. It's so nice to see this side of you, sir. Yeah, it's there. I just uh, it's it always comes out at years unique of cynic. moments. Right. All the cynical years <laughs> compiled on top of it. Oh, it's still how there. how Don't many worry. years has it been since that girl? Uh, that girl. I mean, since me and her were in a relationship, because we still when, talk. And when see did each you other break up? Day, but um, when did you break up? Oh, probably five years ago. Five years of being cynical, yeah. guys. That's a lot of years. <laughs> Yeah. It's a lot of hatred. Well, that's not going anywhere anytime soon. So You're like, I can't have her, (laughs) so I won't have anyone. Yeah. So we will talk about her in another episode when we really get into the concept of of everybody has that kryptonite in their life, and uh, she was mine. So, And we'll find out about who was Shay's kryptonite in the future as well. Ugh. Too many years. (laughs) Ride. But until then... That'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username The Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give the show a five star rating. And I'm your co host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at Truly Shay. That's T R U L Y S H A Y. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, or if you just have great stories. We love stories. And it could be on our next podcast. Who knows? And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L. M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells, so get in on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Later, my babes and bros. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.